Welcome to season four. Welcome to season four of this most unbelievable podcast. We open season four with a confession. We don't have a plan. We have no idea what's going to show up. Our podcast and every season is our place of invention. It's where we go to think and learn with each other and to open dialogue with our listeners. We look forward to another season of brainstorming and surrendering to what unfolds. Thanks, y'all. Now on with the show. I'm warm enough. You're warm enough. Yeah, I'm totally warm enough. It's chilly out there. It is a little chilly. It's a little chilly. It's a little, it's not drippy. It's a little misty. It is, but we have a nice overhang over us. We do. So yeah. uh, any mist that comes upon us will do so uh, by the wind, by, right. the, by the virtue of the wind. Indeed. So where are we? We are um, in uh, Merrifield. Yeah. At a, at a coffee shop in Merrifield outside. Um, it's January, what is it, the 5th? It is the 5th January of January. 5th. And we're thinking, wow, it's a little chilly out. Uh, the other thing I have to say about that is that it is January 5th. Yeah, so and it's so supposed <laughs> to be. The fact that uh, we're, we're able to be outdoors for a little while is, uh, is nice. We're going to have a little bit of uh, ambient fun sounds in this one. I think you so. Know, there's a helicopter going overhead right now, but uh, yeah. Well, any of that will just be, you know, something for you to work out later. Something for me to work out later. But uh, we've gotten good recordings out here before, and I know that we will again. We have. We recorded one for our holiday survivors. Yes, we did. And we survived recording. And we they did survive survived recording. The holidays, yeah, and they so. survived the holiday. So, yeah, we just finished up the uh, 40-day holiday survival guide. Indeed. With the, uh, the that workshop we were offering. And um, I exclaimed last time, I think it was the podcast that came out uh, today, wasn't it? That yeah. all of our participants survived, survived yeah. right? Um, I was pretty sure that they would at that point, but I can confirm to all of our listeners right now. And anyone who might be interested in participating in any of our future workshops, that our first batch of workshop participants did actually survive uh, the survive. holiday. And almost all of them have signed up for round two with us. Actually. Yeah, so we're doing round two. It starts, uh, when is that, the last day of January? Yeah. Um, it rolls out. Uh, the first Zoom meeting, group Zoom meeting, is Feb 1, I think, the next day. Yep. On yep. the Divine Abodes. Yeah. Uh, loving kindness, compassion, joy, and equanimity. Yeah, it's going to be some good stuff. Six I think. weeks, probably 40 days again ish, you know, give or take. You know, there's six just, weeks. Yeah. Six might be weeks, maybe 42 days then. 42. 42 is a good number. We've talked about this. Um, you know, I just realized. What's that? We started a podcast last year. We did. <laughs> Does that mean we've been doing this for a year? Not quite yet. Well, the, as the calendar goes, a case could be made, but it's not far. I mean, what are we in? We're in month month nine, month ten, I guess. Yeah. Pretty crazy. And this is episode 46. It is. Yeah. Our listeners are like, yeah, kids, we're, we're, we're sick of what you yeah. talking about how long you've been doing Yeah, podcast. if you're still here, thank you for listening. And if you're new to our podcast, thank you for listening. Welcome. Welcome. Yes. And you got, uh, I'm not going to say you got some catching up to do, but there are a host of episodes that you can listen to on a variety of topics that has been on our minds over the last, uh, in my case, 49 years, in your case, significantly less. 12 less. 12 less. <laughs> <laughs> Significant uh, number. I don't know. But uh, but yeah, so uh, it's all it's all good, and I'm happy to start 2021 uh, with the continuation of this little venture we got going on. This little venture, indeed, yeah. Uh, we've recorded a lot of episodes. Yeah, though. this is 45. Nice. Yeah. This is 45. 46. This is 46. Yeah, because 45 just came out. Yeah. That was the New Year's resolutions. That's right. Uh, resolutions reframed. Yeah. Um, 
so if someone is just joining us and they're feeling the the onus of the 45 that came before them which episodes would you say you know what you should go back and if nothing else listen to this uh the first one the first one first one for sure because that you know because people ask once and also what are you guys about what's that about what is that um and i think as, as i look back at it i think that first episode really did it may have been our, our purest attempt to actually take a crack at, at that because at the I mean, it was the missing the point episode, and that was why are we even recording this and 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 publishing this anywhere? Yeah. And so, if nothing else, that sort of captured the intention of why we're actually doing this, and it it kind of speaks to that. What is the what is the point of of all of this? And I don't necessarily mean just the podcast, but what is the point of this life that we that we have, and and how do we make the most out of it? Right. And so, the missing the point is about. Uh, just a lot of observations that we had made about people. I don't want to say missing opportunities to live a richer life or anything like that. That's up to each individual to sort of decide. But there are opportunities to be had for those who know that they're there to take in, in what an enriched life might sort of look like. Right. I think a lot of people, myself included, get caught up in a lot of other things, right? Like, it's easy. Like, missing the point, like we're all missing the point because we get caught up in things that look suspiciously like the point. Stuff. Yeah. Things that people tell you is the point. You know, things that you think you should be caught up in because it's what you think the point might be because either marketing or ad campaigns or heritage or... Or this is just the way things are. Just the way things are, right? Hey, man, that might be right. We're missing the point, Sherry, you and me. I don't know. I kind (laughs) of like the points we've arrived at. I do too, but it's like maybe it's just you and me that are missing the point. Everybody else is right. I don't know. If we are missing the point, we are doing so somewhat blissfully. Yeah, that's that's true. And there's got to be a case to be made for that. Yeah. Um, But what I kind of liked about that first episode was that we spent time... Like, that idea of missing the point seemed like it stalked us for about a week before yeah. we recorded about it. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's a lot of the stuff that we've done, a lot of the stuff we've written about at this point together. Like, that's what it comes down to is, like, what are the themes or the topics that just, like, we don't have any choice but to deal with them because they keep stalking us. Yeah. And that that was not an episode where we just sort of sat down and said, so what's the topic for today? Let's do one on that. I mean... This was 10 years in the stewing, if not longer, you know, of just stuff that we had seen, stuff we thought we, I think, figured out is a little more optimistic than it could be. Just there's got to be more. There's got to be something to this that is more than what we're, we're being told um, a lot yeah. of times. And I think that's what all of these episodes have been. It's just like stuff that we've sort of arrived at as not necessarily having the answer to it, but definitely knowing there's a question there. Yeah, yeah. So in that respect, what I wanted to talk about today, right? Like, yeah. I already have a topic for Yeah, us. yeah. Do you know what the topic is? Grounding. Yeah. Do you know how I got there? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been, this is one of the topics. That's all I know about it. has been kind of stalking me for, like, the last couple of weeks. Mm. And one of the reasons is because I keep thinking about this this picture that I took when I was in Luray like years ago um probably like 2012 so this has been stalking me for quite some time uh-huh. right uh did I tell you about this no, no maybe not no no okay 
So I took this picture of graffiti, which I always do, right? But I was yeah, in this yeah, tunnel. Yeah. Maybe I told maybe I told you about this when we were walking through a tunnel recently. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, maybe. Um, so the graffiti was just a scrawling that said, um, concrete, uh, what? Man, now I just lost it. Uh, concrete isn't natural, but expression is, or maybe uh, it's the other way around. Uh, I could have said it perfectly about an hour ago, but now we, I can't. We could. <laughs> um, but so the idea is that like expression, oh yeah, that's it. Expression is natural. Concrete is not. Uh, okay. Right. Um, and so I've been thinking a lot about the idea of concrete and like, great. Like you look everywhere we are right now. Yeah. Like, we're surrounded by it. Everything is concrete. Everything that's a, a plant is in a planter or has been horticultured by a landscaper. Right. Right. So as humans, to build our safety, we use a lot of concrete and we have built all these materials around us, like, right? We're yeah. wearing shoes for right. our safety, all right, this right. stuff that we try to do to make ourselves feel safe. But all of it's, it's like false sense of safety, right? So what it actually means to be grounded isn't actually to be comfortable on concrete, right? Right. So this is what I've been thinking about. What does it actually mean to really be grounded? Um, and what kind of foundation actually helps ground a person? I have a question. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I have a question. Um, why the interest in grounding? Mm. What is the basis of, of this? What are we looking for? Safety. Okay. Okay. Right. So I think as a person who's always dealt with anxiety, like I've always been looking for safety, uh-huh. right? And so the idea is that if I just get the right foundation, right? If I get grounded, right? Don't okay. you sort of see okay. like some sort of okay. association of groundedness and safety? Yeah, yeah. A sure footing, uh, yeah. a firm foundation under your feet. Uh, right. Stability. Stability, in your, yeah. In your, if not, if not your spiritual self, your physical position. Right in this world right you know like, if, if you can be sure of something it, you know, might not be sure of everything but at least there's that yes like a foundation to rest on right like in life i think i am safer on the boardwalk at the beach than i am on the sand you feel that way i do that's interesting well i have um that's fine um but I think it's a false sense of security. Yeah. Why, why is that? Why do you think that is? Have you have you thought about it? Yeah, I think I have. I mean, I mean, that's that's what I'm like. Like, this has been my like aha moment. Like, I've missed the point. Right. Like mm. the point of grounding is not to get on concrete. Well, you know, it, it makes sense, though. Um, those, those those sands, as you know, are, are shifting and they blow and they're reworked by the tide and waves and storms. And they're very temporary. Yes. Um, these kids running around us are very grounded right now. That's kind of fun. Yeah. We're going to hear crying in a second, I think. Right, right. Um, <laughs> the boardwalk is not. It's maintained by people who are paid in order to keep it stable and to not get sued by people breaking their necks on it or whatever. Right. Um, and it, it doesn't shift under your feet, or at least it's not by design. It's not. And it's, it's a stable thing, which is there. Um, the, the place that that takes me when I sort of consider that is this difference between the natural state of things and, and the unnatural state of things in the long term, that sand will be there long after that boardwalk is right. 
guaranteed, right? right? Um, the boardwalk is a creation of wood and bolts and maybe some pilings that are kind of pounded in. That sand is, is of this earth as it is and always was. And right. so it's like in, in, a, in 10 years, that boardwalk's going to be there and the sands may have shifted. In a thousand years, that boardwalk's, you know, going to be completely gone. That sand is still going to be there, you know? So there's a little right. bit of a sense of, you know, what is the natural stability and order of things versus what is the artificial stability that you can rely on um, today, right. today, and your relation to the, the, the way that things truly are. Because, I mean, if, if we go through this life looking for stability and for nothing to change and everything to be stable all the time, that's going to be a hard surface to hit when we're confronted with the realities of life in a ever-changing yeah. uh, universe. So can can we find ways to be, to feel grounded on uh, on the sand? Right. And, and I think that's what I'm figuring out. Like a lot of the, the real struggle that I have in life comes not from my ability to adapt when things are moving, but how much I just want to be on concrete, right? Like I want, th like, I think this is something we do. We try to, we build things that are rigid because we think they're more secure. And we think that that's what we need is yeah. a solid foundation. Like build your house on a solid foundation. Yeah. But we can't keep anything the same. Yeah, you can't. And, and this is the, this is the, the cliffside, you know, kind of story about, you know, people, you know, build, build houses on, on hillsides and cliffsides being one who owns a condo on a, hillside overlooking a stream right there's right. there's wisdom you know there's there's my ability to apply that to myself as suspect from the start but <laughs> the the place will i think uh not living in an earthquake zone will be there at least as long as i will i think right. you know uh, so at least there's that that's all you needed to wait for um but it's you know taking refuge in a in a permanent structure at least a semi-permanent one that feels secure while at the same time you're building your house on a on a cliffside whose days are, are numbered right. and there will always be a cliffside, but it will always be resurfaced yeah, and, and fall off. And um, I think I've, I've, I've mentioned this, I might've talked about this in a podcast a 10 ago or something like that. This, uh, the story I heard about this, um, this, uh, this, this family where this, this mom had this, tense or strained relationship with a teenage son. Did I tell you this? Did I say this story? I think you said right, this in yeah. a workshop. I think not, I might, yeah, yeah, it might have been a workshop. I don't think it was on the podcast where, you know, every every once in a while, you know, the mother strives to have this formative and, you know, functional and interactive relationship with her 15-year-old son or whatever it is. And how often is that really going to happen? I think, you know, son's trying to discover his own self. Mom longs for, you know, the days of you know, uh, being a caregiver and, and whatever, dad too, you know, and why doesn't he ever spend time with me? Why doesn't he ever talk to me? Why doesn't whatever? And it's like, he'll every once in a while, he'll just come out of his room and he'll lay down on the couch, put his head on her lap for 10 minutes. She'll be in blissful, you know, uh, glee of the moment for about 10 minutes and he gets up and leaves. And she's like, what the hell? Yeah. What the hell? You know? And the story of that was, that was sort of paralleled with, you know how how these places of stability are are there to take a rest you know to find comfort in something that is stable not necessarily where life is yeah you know and it can be artificial or not 
but every once in a while it's okay just to kind of take a break yeah and be on something that you know is stable now while you just kind of catch your breath for a minute before you go back into the pool right or before you go back out onto the sand or you go back out just to give your give yourself a break rest a minute catch your breath reground yourself yeah and then go back into the fray of this existence as it is right yeah but just yeah um, I like this idea of thinking about it as the place of respite, but not as the place where all the life is lived. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things I've been observing about myself is just a tendency to try to cling to the, the stability or what appears to be stable, what appears to be safe. Right. Um, and I think in the end that causes more suffering. It can, if you cling to it. Yeah. If, it, if it's clung to. Yeah. Um, and so you think about like a trip to the beach, like a lot of times, like the good stuff happens on the sand. Yeah. In the sand. The beach volleyball happens on the sand. The yeah. discovery of shells and all that fun stuff. Right. Happens on the sand. Yeah. Um, Feeling the surf pounding on the on the shoreline happens in the sand. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. And so like if you stay on the boardwalk, you're going to miss a lot. Um, it's just a tourist trap. <laughs> T-shirts and ice cream and you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, grounding. There's a whole movement out there. Um, I don't know how new it is. It's probably not that new. It might just be new to the West. Uh, it's called Earthing. You know, have you heard about Earthing? I don't know if I have. Yeah, it's this. Every once in a while, just take your shoes and your socks off and go out, stand uh, and stand on the stand on the dirt or stand in the grass. Yeah. And it's it's about this removing of artificial or man-made barriers between yourself and the natural yeah. world or, or forest bathing. When's the last time you got your feet on earth? I don't know, you know. Um, bare skin touching this ground on which we, we live without anything in between. No concrete, no shoe leather. Uh, it's been a bit. Yeah. It's been a bit, you know, and which is code for I don't remember. Yeah. It ha- It's happened? This summer? I don't know. You walk around the condo without it might have been. It might have been a year and a half. Yeah, I have, but it's like, it's been a long time. It might be longer than I care to admit. Wow. Spring break last year? Maybe. Rhode Island? Um, yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably on the beach in Rhode Island, walking on the beach, walking on the beach in the sand, yeah. you know. Um, but who walks through the forest barefoot? Precious few, yeah. you know, who... I think for me it was this summer like I would go sit outside of my condo and like just read and I always like first thing I'm gonna do is kick off the shoes yeah but sitting in a chair with your feet on the ground versus just like you know when I was a kid I like my parents would have to force me to wear shoes yeah you know right uh this caused a lot of foot-related injuries yeah but uh bee stings on the bottom of the foot yeah i've had those days i've had those days yeah but yeah it's just it's not it's not something one does right now not on the reg you know not on the regular it's it's not and winter notwithstanding you know um but i have a a good friend of mine and i i I think she's listened to a couple of these um she lives in new brunswick and um she posted a couple of instagram stories I think they're called stories on Instagram, or is that Facebook? It's one of the other. Instagram there are stories Live. Both places. Yeah, yeah, I think the story both places. Mm-hmm. Well, showed clearly like, in control of all of our showed, social media yeah. presence. <laughs> what is the social media of which you speak? Um, <laughs> Neither of us are good at this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, she had fresh snow because she's in New Brunswick. Yeah, and yeah. 
uh, she just she just took her shoes and socks off and took a walk around her patio in, in the snow, and huh. uh, she expressed some hesitation and some nervousness before. You know you're going to live through it, but there's going to be some temporary, if not discomfort, feelings of what am I doing? This is not done. Why am right. I not wearing boots or shoes of some? Why am I even doing this? Yeah. What is the value of getting in touch with uh, the natural world beneath my feet, even if it's a snowy one and I'm barefoot? Yeah. You know, it's kind of interesting. One of the things that's happened, I think, as a result of COVID, I, although I haven't gotten barefoot out places as much as I would have on a normal summer, I have been outside a lot. Like right now, we're outside. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and I think we can endure a lot more than we often allow ourselves to like sit through, right? Like we love to just be in the comfort of perfect temperature. We do. And I do. I mean... It was just yesterday I, I reset the temperatures on our programmable thermostat. Ooh. Right. <laughs> what did you set it to? Uh, well, I have to say. I'm going to judge I've, you based on your answer. As, as I get older, the, the number has gone up, I have to admit. Uh, and I. Uh, you really are approaching 50. Yeah, right I know. I know. It's like, it's chilly in here. It's only All right, I want a number. Uh, during the day, 70. During the day, 70. At night, 68. Um, I, sleep, I sleep better in the cold, but I, I have nine blankets on me. We bumped ours up. Yeah. It's now at 67. Yeah, that's where we were a couple of years ago. We I, went to the, I went to the lowest temperature that the unit would allow. And then <laughs> I did, did a little research to see what the lowest temperature the World Health Organization recommends. What is it? It's 74 or 64. I was going to say 74. Yeah, 64. Yeah. Unless you have someone who's, you know, a baby or yeah, or right, 70, right, uh, right, which right. you are not, which I am not, <laughs> decidedly not. <laughs> yeah, um, you got a couple decades there, friend. Yeah, um, but you know, it was one of those things where it's like it's sixty-seven in here. It's really cold. It's like we are not financially strapped. It's like why am I suffering here? You know, and it went to sixty-eight, and then it went to sixty-nine, right? And it's like, yeah. do you know why but, I keep it yeah. low? for my sinuses really yeah it's not a yeah it's not a um yeah it's not a like oh i'm so destitute i can't afford two extra degrees right. it's my it's for my sinuses once once the heat starts kicking up it just dries my sinuses out yeah yeah um, um so yeah that yeah. can that can happen especially in the winter yeah especially in the winter but i do find like right now a couple of couple of hours outside really resets me in a in a good way yep. even if i'm just freezing my ass out like yeah, at a coffee shop recording a podcast. Yeah, and it's interesting though because I mean, since COVID started and we were all sort of homebound and and whatever, the regulations that were given in many states, not just Virginia, where we are, is you know, especially with the stay-at-home orders, it was like go out if you need to get something, yeah. pharmacy, and you can't get it, you know, take out or delivered or whatever. And uh, for what what they refer to as exercise, you know, yeah. you can get outside if you want to take a walk. Right. And a lot of people took took our governors and legislatures up on that offer. Yeah. And I've never seen more people out walking dogs, socially distanced, preferably, usually wearing a mask, than I have since since March. Because yeah. um, that's what you got. You're not going anywhere else. Right. Take a walk around the neighborhood. And no, granted, you're probably not doing that barefoot, but I don't think you necessarily need to. It is It is physical movement on this earth outside of the comfort of your home where random things can happen. Yeah. It is a re-exposure not only of what you can do in a stimulus-starved environment, um, 
but there are all kinds of other benefits that kind of kind of plug into it as well not the least of which is physical motion yeah well it's in i think in the last couple of months i have been on a walk next to water with all of my closest yeah, friends right. not all together but like yeah um yeah um and it's maybe not all i think there's one omission there um but that's not something like you and I have been for a walk, and I don't think I ever before COVID would have been like, "Hey, Paul, hey, Paul, let's take a walk. Let's go to a, a lake and walk for a while." Like, you know, it's it's an yeah. interesting. But that's totally like I love walks. Like, why? Yeah, not, so do I. Right? So do I. Yeah, but, and and uh, you know, Shauna and I have been. I mean, we started this early on. It's like, yeah, let's go for a walk. Yeah, you know, and we were doing it every day. Yeah, you know, we were taking yeah. a walk every day, and we still do them in many days. But winter makes it challenging. It's dark. Yeah, uh, it's cold. Uh, it's raining a lot more. And yeah, Eric and I try to do most of our chorn, uh, yeah. by foot on the weekends. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, like one of my friends and I have been walking to Gravelly Point, which is about three point seven miles right. from my house. But it's right. you know a nice little walk there. We got to commune with the seagulls yesterday. That's always nice. Yeah, that's always nice. Um, whole flock of seagulls. Yeah. Did you run or did you walk? Did you, I ran. Sorry. <laughs> 50. I'm almost 50. I have dated humor. Um, uh, did you, I still do you, laugh at your jokes. Do you so. consider that grounding? Did you feel grounded when you got back from that? I did. And what of it was the grounding part? Um, so I think what helps... It's an interesting question, right? Like, what grounds you? And I think different times I need different things for grounding. Yeah. But I do think long walks are grounding. Deep conversation mm. is grounding. Um, and just being outside. Mm. All of that is grounding for me. Yeah. It's also the time away from little, little devices. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, for sure. All of that. Um, it's when you were mentioning, you know, those the, the listing of grounding things, they all sort of sound to me like a bit of a like a reestablishment of a base kind of, you know, yeah. reestablishing a conversational relationship with someone, reestablishing uh, a place in nature through movement and experience reestablishing the bonds of social order with someone who you may not have seen in a while. Yep. It's just, is it a reminder? Is it a. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Well, let's get some more data. What grounds okay. you? That's a good question. I don't know. Which is a total cop out. I, I think I do know. You um, do know. So you just got to rattle it off. Yeah. You know, I, I want to say my, my meditation practice does. I, I think it does. I'm not I'm not sure what that does. But, you know, ground. I don't know if grounding is, is what I would call it, though. Sometimes That's I more think of an exploration, you have, to, you have you know? to seek grounding while you're meditating. Yeah, I think right? so. Yeah. Um, so when I think about that, it's like, what are the things that I do when I feel this urge to feel grounded? Um, cooking dinner always grounds me. Mm -hmm. You know, like chopping vegetables, cooking dinner. Yeah. Um, I love sweeping and mopping. I love doing the dishes. Like, uh, general... Shauna lucked out with you, She right? did, like... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she did. Um, I do like a nice walk through the woods. Yeah. You know, not, not I've not done it barefoot in an extraordinarily long time. 
um, I love the desert. I love the beach, you know, so I do like. You but know, what about those things ground you? The, the expansiveness of it. Yeah. The expansive. The fact that you, sometimes you, you, the horizon disappears before you can see something. Yeah. Because when I'm talking desert, I'm not talking about that fancy pan Sedona stuff, yeah. you know, with trees and all of this luxurious distraction. I'm talking about bleak ass Mojave, Nevada, you know, there's yeah. nothing between you, you know, uh, and the, and the, and the drop off of the earth as it, you know, as it spins. See, I think that's so interesting. Cause like the expansiveness does it for you. A lot of times for me, like I do notice, like I need to be near a body of water. Yeah. And yeah, Shauna has said the same. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. She said the same. Yeah. Uh, She's my people. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, like, there's something about, for me, the, the water is helpful because it, you know, we might have mentioned that clinging is a problem for me. Water doesn't cling. <laughs> clinging is a problem for many people. Unless it's, <laughs> could be, could be. Yeah, but, like, water, unless it's frozen, right? Yeah. It doesn't cling. Like, it just, it moves. And so one of the things right. I love yeah. is just watching, like, watching water move. Like, yeah, and just, right. Yeah, that's um, same thing with clouds. Yeah, that is one of the more um, more pleasing things that I do experience in the desert and on the and uh, on the beach, looking out over the ocean. Is I like to be able to see the shadow of the clouds between you and the horizon, between me and the horizon, where you can see like the shadow of the clouds going across the valley floor. Yeah, from the side of a mountain in Nevada. Oh, I love that. Yeah, just love that. Yeah. Um, I have no idea why, but it's like, God, that's so cool. Something cool. I just love yeah. that. Yesterday when we were on a walk, Mike and I, um, you know, Mar Mike is an artist, so he was stopping and taking pictures that I would never think to take. And one of those pictures um, were just pictures of big puddles, right? Like yeah. puddles on our path, right? Like, you know, my path is paved, it is asphalt, and like this puddle on it is a big inconvenience. Like that's how I think of it, right? But then he comes to it and he sees it differently and he sees like the reflection of the trees and the clouds within the puddle. Right. Yeah. And like, and so that that's what we're doing. We're stopping and we're taking a look at this thing that most people on that path that day are seeing as an inconvenience. Yeah. Some curiosity, some incon, you know, some curiosity in what you see. Right. And the differences in that and what, what attention is paid to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the opportunity to see it a different way. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Right. Because, and that's, you know, that was my advice to someone that I was, you know, talking with yesterday is like, all of this can come down to an exercise and in inquiry and curiosity. All of it. Right. Fear, hesitation, joy. Oh, that's curious. Why am I responding? Why am I reacting this way? Why am I responding that way? Yeah. And um, as we know, anytime we engage in that act of investigation, inquiry, curiosity, or whatever it might be, you know, that can take it out of us a little bit, mm -hmm. you know, and, and grounding is where we can can rest. Yeah. And it's like, you know what, I'm just going to. And I I have I, I really this might be too much information for folks. I really heat up when I'm asleep. Mm -hmm. It's like I get really hot, like physically temperature hot. Um, and uh, I, I, I really have a really hard time sleeping without some sort of blanket or something on top of me, even in the middle of the summer. I'll have something on top of me. Um, and lately, for the last, I don't know, week or week or two, it's like I have lit, I counted literally eight or nine blankets yeah. on top of me. And it's it's not because I'm cold. 
it's I just like the I, it's like I need to get one of those weighted blankets. It's yeah, you this, do. I've heard that from many. It's like just to feel the weight of them pushing down on me knocks me right out. I gave you a right sandbag, friend. I know, I know. But That's yeah, what that, it was for. That feeling of this like physical being pushed down on lately has is really been very grounding and very comforting to me. You know, and I don't know if it's just again security. Yeah, it's nothing more than that. I mean, it's primal security that you were looking for when you were five days old yeah you know why we it's, babies, it's why we right? swaddle babies yeah. for the exact same reason and you don't that you don't lose that as you get older you're just gonna forget because yeah. we are caught up in the morass and the chaos of this world thinking well, that there's a way to do this right yeah i mean this doesn't surprise me considering like missing the point when <laughs> we back when we used to be at campus yeah. like i could always tell oh look paul is stressed how did i know paul was stressed because he was throwing his phone at his chest. Yeah, I, thrunk, I thunk my phone at my at my chest when I'm sitting down and feeling a little right, anxious. But it's, it's the same thing, right? Like you're trying, like it's 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 exerting pressure up against your chest. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah it is. It, it's physical contact with something. You yeah. know, just feeling that I'm touching something. Yeah. Not not bad. Um, that's not bad at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I have a living room weighted blanket and I have a bedroom weighted blanket. Yeah. And I don't always sleep with a weighted blanket on me. I often meditate with one on me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And right. if not, then I, I do have a sandbag that matches the one I gave you. Um, and, like, I find that just, it just helps me to remember to, like, release myself into the surface. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, Hot soup in winter is, <laughs> is never a bad thing. Often often made with roasted root vegetables in one oh, way yeah. or another. Right? That's a recipe for grounded eating. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Warm beverages of any kind. Warm beverages, well. yeah, are, are grounding. This is um, kind of like the what's the uh, Danish concept, uh, huga? I don't know you about know that. Can you, talk, no, can you talk more about that? Not really. I gave, uh, <laughs> speaking of Mike, I gave Mike a couple of things related to that for Christmas. Something for the listeners to Google. Yeah, um, although I might be mispronouncing it, as I often do. But um, it's like the, the Danish concept of coziness, right? And it's like lots of layers and sweaters. Yeah, and, right. Uh, burning candles, right? And all the, like, just the stuff you do to cozy up. Um, the smell of cooking cookies baking yeah. cookies in the you know in yeah. the place yeah i think this time of year i tend to seek that kind of thing like um i have i keep asking eric like how many candles is too many candles yeah. to have burning yeah. um and because he's the best his answer is the limit does not exist yeah. right like so far um like all my intentions of like should we get more candles he's always like absolutely, absolutely. yeah um like, I have a plate that I broke out this weekend that I tend to put candles on. I'm like, how many should I put on there? And he's like, how about all of them? All of them. All okay, that'll fit. Yeah, yeah. All that'll fit. But there's just something about, like, uh, fire burning. Um, yeah. Gently. Gently. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, Within reason, of course. Right? We're not Within looking reason. at wildfires in California here. No, but, no, no. Um, you know, a fire pit, a bunch of candles next to me. Like, all of that, like, I think is grounding. For reasons I don't quite understand. Yeah, I don't find being in the water particularly comforting or grounding. I, I do mm -hmm. find the beach something about it's like I'm not looking for you know a water experience. I'm looking for a beach experience where there's expanse. You know, 
so I'm more of a forest forest desert person. I want to be on the water more than in the water. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. me too. Um, though, I mean, this actually, this summer was one of the first summers in probably my entire life that I did not get in water. Like, mm, yeah. I mean, other than like my right. bathtub, yeah, right? Right, right, right. Um, like, I don't remember not knowing how to swim. So for me, like, there's something about like that first moment putting my head under the water in summertime that's like that first moment when you go under the water and everything around you is completely silent. Yeah. I miss that moment. Yeah. 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 Um, nobody knows where you are. Nobody can really see you clearly. You're by yourself. Nobody's yeah. watching, you know. Like you uh, shut everybody out. Yeah. 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 This is like, um, the shower. You know? <laughs> you know, it's like, ah, alone. Alone. Respite. Yeah. Nobody ex- nobody's looking for me to be anything. Nobody's looking for me to do anything. Yep. You know, and I oftentimes get that on the uh, in the desert. I get that on the beach. I get that. That's why I'm surprised you don't take a longer shower. Yeah, me too. Oh, why four is minutes four minutes? Me. It's like I, no wonder I'm so stressed out. You can push I, I it up to for four minutes a day. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we have a decent sized hot water heater as well. Um, yeah. If you can, if you can splurge on those extra two degrees on your thermostat, surely you could. Yeah, I can take a longer shower. Do two more minutes in the shower. Yeah, of course. Um, Wash your hair twice. Yeah. So what is the what is the uh what are the benefits of grounding why do we you know what's the what is this uh, advice or suggestion or just inquiry into this or what do we well i think what people, are we thinking i mean it's january it's a new year yeah people might feel a little bit what the hell's going on with everything we got a right. presidential inauguration of some kind or another in two weeks yeah right um it's a strange world we live in right now vaccines are rolling out but they're not quite there yet for most of us yeah um well, I think when we live in a world where people are apt to miss the point, yeah, um, I think grounding is a way of getting back to what matters. Mm. Right? To like, ourselves. Yeah. To ourselves. Yeah. It's like a reset. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like a reset to me. Yeah. I don't necessarily need an intention, like a New Year's resolution, but I do need, I think most humans need grounding. A nice check-in. Yeah. Do you think a lot of people know that they need grounding and or do you think a lot of people don't realize that that's a thing i think for a long time i didn't think i had time for that i mean i'm thinking about manhattanites and yeah dc res i mean there's not a lot of there's not always a lot of nature around for us urban urban dwellers the rural amongst us are asking us what the hell are you talking about you know well it's i mean it's interesting like when forced to stop how many people turn to grounding activities right like why did all the bakeries and all the grocery stores sell out of flour? Flour, yeah. People started cooking. Right? Like, people... I think when people are forced to stop, they have to ground themselves. Yeah. Right? Like, that's... And some people have gone gently into that. Yeah. Uh, and other people, I think, are still... You know, like, they're still at the starting line, just waiting for the gun to go off. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Um yeah. And I mean, I think I've spent a lot of time just thinking, like just trying to grind through. Um, and then at some point I started to wonder, like, where the hell am I going? Yeah. Like, where's, right. where's the destination? No, the yeah, journey's right. the point. Like, the yeah. journey's the point. Because um, ultimately, yeah, like, I mean, to kind of go back, ooh, this wind picked up. It's chilly out now. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Stop talking about it. Uh, this is called powering through before we freeze our asses. Um, <sighs> Listeners, yeah. I am not shivering. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that's the circle back though. It's it's looking for the stability in a in a in a world that is not a stable one. And mm-hmm. that any presumption of you know this world is going to be exactly the way that it is. And it's never going to change. Is not going to go the way you think it is. Right. You know something is going. I mean that's not what this world is. This world is not the boardwalk. This world is the river. Yeah. Yeah. You know this world is the river. And um, to to look for stability and 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 in that, or to not I shouldn't say stability to look for um, stasis in that to look for yeah. you know stillness in in like main, staying in one place means you have either tethered yourself to something or you are swimming against that flow. Yeah. And what happens if you let go of that stream? It's like well, what you some people can discover sometimes is if you let go. Um, the river will carry you yeah. and you can float yes. and you can float in that. And it's a scary thing because you don't know where you're going. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, and you don't necessarily know how you're going to react when you find yourself in these new places. And these, there are scary things up ahead and there are joyful things up ahead. Right. But it's not what you know now. Yeah. Um, but it's a lot less work to get to that point of knowing that you can float yeah, and you can be okay, but it requires some courage to let go yeah, and, and let the river take you to where, where it is. Cause the world is not this rock. It's the river that flows. Right. Well, I, I just think hanging on to what is or what has been it, it has its affordances because it's familiar. Yeah. And that's, that's all it has to offer though. Right. Right. Um, so there's, yeah, like the opportunity is in the letting go. Um, yeah, yeah. It's interesting because letting go is like my mantra for 2021. It is not my intention. It is not my New Year's resolution. It's just kind of like, it's the reminder I need. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think there's a lot of opportunity in it. Yeah. I mean, it's playing poker, you know? I mean, it's, you might have a jack high or a pair of twos. Um, but that's all you're going to have, you know, but it's the hand you got and it's the hand, you know, right. there may be other cards that, <laughs> yeah, that may be great cards, but you gotta, you gotta give you one gotta of them work, up. You, you gotta got... give one of them up and, and pick another one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, thinking about like the stability, like the concrete, like I just think hanging on to the concrete, like hanging on to the the branch on the side of the river, like, I think I've tried that for a long time. And all it did was make me feel anxious and tired. Yeah. So. Yeah. And again, I think there's nothing wrong with saying, okay, river, thank you for taking me this far. I'm freaking out. I'm going to hang on to this branch for a minute. Yeah, for a <laughs> I'm gonna, minute. I'm going to I'm gonna go over to the shore for a minute and kind of dry off on the, on the beach uh, for a minute. And I'm just going to kind of hang out, yeah. get something to eat. Some nice roasted root vegetables and a nice glass and then a Gatorade or something. Ooh. And then I'll get back into the, into the river and float some more. But I'm just going to take a little sidebar here for a minute. Yeah. Do a yeah. little, do a little Maslow. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then I'll get back in the river. Yeah. You know. Yeah. The bridge. There's nothing, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's great it's, to rest. It's great it's to just, rest. Yeah. It's hard to live there. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to live there. It's, it's hard to live fully in the river never taking rest in that either right i think and ideal is like yeah i'm always in the river woo i never no i don't think that's true you know i mean 
the cool parts about the shallow parts of the river is that you can stop and you can stand up and yeah. you can look around. Okay, this is where I am. Okay, cool. Let's reevaluate. Yeah. Do a little ground truthing, literal ground truthing, you know, and and uh, we can see what take catch our breath, get a good night's sleep, and we can yeah. float float again tomorrow a little bit. Yeah, there's a really great piece by Zadie Smith called Lazy River, um, and it's all a metaphor. I start my English 112 classes with it. Um, which is why I'm thinking about it, because I'm about yeah. to teach it again, yeah. like in another week. Another week, yeah. Um, but it's like this idea of like a lazy river at like an amusement park or whatever, uh-huh. you know, like we've all seen these things. It's yeah, yeah. super like... I love those lazy rivers. <laughs> sure, they're great, but they're also like so contrived, right? Yeah, get like, a big inner tube and float around this lazy river for a couple hours. Love yeah. it, love it. Yeah, and so she just kind of has this metaphor of what, what it looks like to live, like to walk through life, like our what are you doing in the lazy river? Like, are you the people on the side, like taking the perfect Instagram post instead of being in the river? Or are you in the river trying to swim upstream? Or yeah. are you just letting the river take you? I'm checked out. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm just totally checked out. Yeah. It's like, I'm checked. I don't I don't even know if I would call it grounding. It's like, no, I'm just checked out. Yeah. And you're just letting it take yeah, you. Yeah. Like, yeah. But and my eyes are closed. So I'm not even paying attention to where it's taking me. It's like, I'm just checked out. It's like, ah. Uh, Lazy oh, but river. You, <laughs> but you are paying attention. You're just not paying attention with your eyes. Yeah, just not paying attention on the inside. Yeah, I'm feeling the sun on me. I'm, I'm, I'm paying attention to being checked out. Right. Yeah, there's like... So there is some awareness to it, for sure. Yeah. So, hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Cool. Cool. Grounding. Yeah, so we talked about this in one of the, one of the rain workshops earlier on some grounding things. We talked about community. We talked about rivers and waters yeah you know we talked about um malas that we can wear to remind us of who we are and our true selves right in this our, our higher intentions yeah we spent a little time on this in one of the conversations we had in those workshops yeah i mean that's one of the things that i didn't even mention today is like one of the one of the bracelets i wear is actually a reminder of that like it's i've had two versions of this bracelet but uh there's a there's a bead that represents myself. Yeah. There yeah. are four beads that represent the people that are closest to me. Right. And then there's everyone else. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, that's, yeah. And, and so I think like sometimes like yeah little yeah, things cool. like this it's yeah, symbology cool. right but it it reminds me yeah because you can forget yeah you know and I mean a conversation I was having with somebody recently the the big thing that fear does more than anything else it makes you feel alone it makes you feel yeah. like you're alone yeah. Um, and it, it cowers in the face of community and fear cowers in the face of, of courage yeah. of, of your own heart. And yeah. with those two things, what could fear ever do to you? Mm-hmm. What could what could it ever do? Yeah. So, mm. Cool. Cool. Well, there it is. There it is. There Episode it is. 40. What was it? Six? 46. 46. We're outside. Got another helicopter just in time. Yep. And episode 47 will record next week. We'll let that pass for a second. I don't know if we can compete. I love helicopters. I love helicopters, too. Yeah, I was telling a friend recently that I'm basically like an eight-year-old boy. Like, I love trains, helicopters, (laughs) instruction uh, equipment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like... Back back hose. Right, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Sherry. It's a great talk. Yeah. Take care, folks. Bye. Bye.
This podcast is produced by Sherry Spiegel, Paul Fitzgerald, and This Most Unbelievable Life. For more information, please check us out at www.thismostunbelievablelife.com. Paul and Sherry have a Paul podcast. Paul and Sherry podcast, yes. 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 Cool.